Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of the New Man Podcast. What you're about to hear is the audio taken from a video that I've created. And it may make a lot more sense if you can actually see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. All right, let's talk about if you're tired of feeling stuck, that you've got a sense that you're hiding out, that you're playing it safe, that you're playing small, that you're waiting, you're waiting to do the thing that you're really here to do. You're waiting to do your best work, waiting to make an impact, waiting to make a difference in the world. Um, there's this belief sometimes that we've got, hey, you know, one day I'm really going to lean in. I'm going to do the thing that I'm really here to do. But first, I mean, there's just too many things to do. I've got all these fires to put out. I got all these people dependent on me. I just can't possibly get around to it. If this sounds familiar, we're going to dive into this a bit more. Um, today, we're going to learn two the difference between two big mindsets. We're going to learn the leader mindset and a follower mindset. We're going to learn some basic questions that we can ask ourselves on a daily basis to help us get out of this trap of always needing to protect and please improve. Uh, we're going to learn some basic tools that we can use. And then we're going to make sure that uh, all this is set up so that we don't end up pissing away the life that we do have. So if you don't know me, I'm Trip Lanier. I'm a professional coach. I'm the host of the New Man Podcast, which has been downloaded millions of times. I'm also the author of This Book Will Make You Dangerous. And for whatever we're about to talk about, take what works for you and throw out the rest. I don't, if it doesn't work for you, don't, don't sweat it. Um, let's set a little context here. Every year, I don't know how this is just, this is the thing. We set these big goals. This is the year I got my vision board and I'm really going to make it happen. This is the year that I become an authority in my field. This is the year that I level up my business. This is the year that I finally get my marriage or my sex life back on track. This is the year that I get on shape and a year goes by and it didn't happen. And deep down, we feel more frustrated. We, this, the self-critic comes in and just beats the hell out of us. We feel worse than we did the year before. And there's this sense inside that we're wasting our time, that we're not getting anywhere, that we're, that we're pissing things away. So we start to tell ourselves things, some really toxic beliefs. So we say, maybe, maybe something's wrong with me. Or maybe I'm just not one of those guys. You know, there's those guys over there that get to do all the amazing things, but maybe I'm just not one of them. And what happens is we start to, we start to give up on ourselves. And it's a, 
that's a pretty sad place to be. Um, this can happen to anyone. It might seem like it only happens to the guys that are in more humble positions in life and they're struggling to get by. But from my perspective, personally, as well as working with people that from the outside look like they got their shit together, the executives, the founders, the guys driving the nice cars, living in the nice houses, there's this place where we can get to and we can feel like we're hiding out or we can feel like we're holding back in life. And it can happen at any time. Nobody's immune. The titles and all of the achievements don't really matter. It's really this mindset that I want to address today. The men that I coach, the men that, that hire me, they've decided that they're done with this pattern. They've decided that they're done with the blaming and the hiding out and the waiting and the excuses. They've decided that they're done stuffing that inner leader. They're ready to be the creator. They're ready to be the visionary that they truly are. So let's get a few words correct. Or let's get a few words. Let's get the terminology right here. So what do I mean by follower? If we were to think about, let's say a king and a knight, there's a difference between a king and a knight. The knight serves the king. The knight is brave. The knight is honorable. We need knights. There's nothing bad about being a knight. It's not uh, something we want to look down upon, but let's be clear that a knight is not a king. When we're kings hiding out as knights, we wait to be told what to do. All around us are structures and voices and expectations about the role we are supposed to play. There's an image in our mind that we create and we spend our day trying to live up to this ideal. And we spend most of our time, in order to do this, we spend most of our time protecting and pleasing and proving that we're enough. The upside to this way of living is that even though it may not be very inspiring, it's pretty predictable. There's greater safety. There's greater certainty. There's not a lot of surprises when we choose to live in that, in that way. And because we're so focused on being acceptable, there's very little rejection or criticism that we come along. That's because others, we're going we're gonna to let others take care of the big decisions. They're going to be responsible for that stuff. The downside is it's largely a reactive way. We're largely just reacting to things as we go through life. We don't really have a sense of who we are. If we take away this idealized sense of self or this idealized image, we don't really know who we are unless we're, we're following that image or trying to become that image, or we're waiting to be told what to do. We can feel lost if we don't have some kind of a struggle or a challenge or a fire to put out. And I don't know if you're like me, but it's like, when I get into this place, it's just like, I, I'll go break something just so I have something to go fix. That's an indicator that I'm in this mindset. Um, a lot of guys that I know that are in this mindset get into a place where they don't even know how to have fun anymore because they believe they've got to always be utilizing their time for growth and progress. And there's this, always this pressure to be more and more and more. So those are indicators. It's kind of the downside of being in that mindset. What, am I, what do I mean by being more of a leader or more of this king energy? We're talking about being a creator, we're talking about being a visionary. Uh, the king in us lives in service of something larger than himself. He's not interested in pissing matches. He's not interested in power over others. That's not what it's about. His focus is on contribution. His focus is on lifting others up. His focus is on finding opportunities. Instead of, hey, just tell me what to do or who I should be, he answers the question, what do I want? The downside to this way of living is it's not easy street. 
leaders are usually stepping into discomfort. They're in uncomfortable conversations. They have to make the effort to actually think for themselves instead of just being told what to do, given orders. Uh, they are stepping into uncertainty and risk. Uh, they're experimenting with ideas. They're investing in themselves. Uh, and they, those things may not pay off immediately. When we're in this way, we fail often. It's, it's just part of the gig. Uh, we're more vulnerable to, we're more vulnerable to criticism. Uh, there's a mis, there's a lot of misunderstandings that can happen because we're the ones that are calling the shots and we're ultimately responsible for what happens either way. The upside, uh, the good side of being the King is like Tom Betty said, it's good to meet girls. Um, we're not as exhausted. We don't get exhausted from playing this role or trying to fit into an ideal or trying to fit into a box. There's more freedom. There's more freedom to create or say or do what we want. There's more aliveness because we're breaking out of the, any kind of draining routine or draining kind of ruts that we get into. There's more genuine love and connection because we're not so focused on people pleasing and kissing ass. We know that the people in our lives are there because there's a genuine connection. There's a genuine love. And ultimately, this leads to more peace of mind. Um, we're expressing ourselves. We're aligned with our values. We're living fully. We have that, that sense that when our head hits the pillow at night, say, yes, I'm doing what I'm here to do. Let's talk about why there are so many Kings in hiding. There's so many of us that are hiding out. I do this. I can do this from time to time. My clients do this. Everybody does this. When we play the role of night or firefighter or fixer, we're in this program of protecting and pleasing, improving instead of leading or speaking up. We're waiting for certainty. We're waiting for the perfect plan. We're waiting for permission from this magical authority to come along and say, you know what? Now's your time, baby. You can step in. We want you to do this. From the perspective of the night, from the perspective of that follower, becoming a king or becoming a leader is a meritocracy. There's this belief that you become the king or you become the leader because you did a good job that you worked your way up from the mailroom and you followed orders. And then you're going to be rewarded for all of that hard work that you're going to be given permission by the boss. One day it's as if the becoming a King is, is something that somebody hands to you, but it's not being a King, being a leader, something we claim. It's something that we simply say, this is mine. This is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I see possible. This is what I believe. Now who wants to co-create this with me? We follow kings not because they got good grades or they got a good evaluation. We follow kings because they have a voice. We follow kings because they have a vision. Kings challenge our way of thinking. They challenge us to see new possibilities. They invite us to go there with them instead of, hey, we better just play it safe and stay comfortable. So how can we tell if we are a king in hiding, playing the night is killing our peace of mind. We're trapped in a box of expectations. We're drained by the work that doesn't challenge us in a good way. We're isolated from those that are aligned with what we believe and value. There's always this nagging voice. There's a sense that there's something else to create. There's something else to build. There's something else to say. There's a deeper knowing that there's something waiting to be lived as us and through us in this lifetime. So let's get out of autopilot. Let's get out of this follower mentality, this, this sleepwalking act that many of us are stuck in. And we can do this by asking different questions throughout our day. It can be this simple. It's not easy, but it can be this simple. Instead of asking ourselves on an unconscious level, hey, what should I do? 
or who can tell me what to do or how should I act or what's the image or the role that you want me to play or what do I do so that I'm not uncomfortable or I'm not at risk or I don't look like an asshat. Instead of asking those questions, we want to tap into a different question, which is given that this is how things are arising, given that this is how things are showing up in this moment, what do I want? What do I want to contribute? How do I want to respond? This shift in perspective goes from protecting and pleasing and proving. It goes from a defensive mindset into that creator or that visionary. From there, we stop the complaining, looking for who's to blame, looking for the ways that we focus on the problem. And now we're looking at, at solutions. We're looking at ways that we can make a contribution. Now, we want to start small. You're not going to go solve global warming in an afternoon. Let's just come back to exercising this, this, this muscle by tapping into that desire. We've probably lost touch with this desire. If we've always done what we should, if we've been living up to this ideal about how we should be living, we want to come back to what we want. So let's just look at what do I actually want to eat today? Instead of what this thing says I should eat, what should I eat? Or instead of doing what I always do, what is it that I actually want to eat today? What am I hungry for? How do I actually want to move today? Yes, I know the schedule says that this is the movement for Tuesdays and Thursdays, but what do I actually want to do today? Is it more of a walk? Do I want to be in nature? Do I want to be doing some body weight? Whatever that thing is, see if you can tap into that desire. What do I actually want? What do I want to read or what do I actually want to watch? What do I want to consume? Do I want to actually consume this crap that's stirring up drama and toxicity or what actually has me feel more expansive? What do, or how do I even want to talk to when I start to realize that many of the interactions that I have in my life are just kind of autopilot. They're just people that show up out of convenience. Who do I really want to talk to? It might be a little uncomfortable to reach out to them, but maybe I want to do that instead. Instead of doing what some asset on YouTube says we should do, or some guy on a podcast or some guy in a book, you know, instead of following these directives, we can learn to tap into ourselves. We can tap into our own knowing. We can learn to tell the difference, difference between the voice of fear, the voice of this, these childish impulses, these hedonistic impulses. And then we can start to really discern, hey, this is what's most true for me underneath those impulsive places. And we develop that connection with that inner voice, that inner knowing. That's our authority. That's our leadership. We can expect resistance going down this road. Why is that? We fear discomfort. We fear uncertainty or risk. We fear looking like a moron or looking weird or getting kind of any kind of criticism or weird looks. This is not what most of us are doing, asking ourselves, what do I truly want? And then doing that instead of what I should do. When we practice this stuff, we may not look like those that have dedicated their lives to playing a role and fitting into a box. We may get some weird looks. We might experience some judgments here and there. This is one of the reasons why I hire a coach. This is why others hire coaches, because we want to be able to consistently tap into what we truly want and take action from there instead of collapsing to how we quote should be. It's so seductive. It's so easy to just get pulled back into that inertia of what we're so used to doing. When we set up the structure and have consistent accountability, we're less likely to bullshit ourselves. We're less likely to believe our own excuses, and we're more likely to stay on track and follow through. Bottom line, fear and resistance don't mean that anything is necessarily wrong. It's part of the process. We want to expect it to show up. I believe personally that it's much more fulfilling to have the choice to break out of these roles and expectations than feel like we're always stuck with it.
What if that was true for you? What if it was more satisfying to know that you had the skills to be that visionary, to tap into that creator within you and learn how to express yourself and solve problems in the world? What if you didn't always have to fit in or do what you were told? What if it was deeply rewarding to walk your own path and service of something deeper instead of always needing to be comfortable or safe and accepted? What if we were, what if you had the choice that you no longer, you didn't have to strive to be some ideal? How free would that be? How much more relaxing would it be to simply be who you are? From there, we could move from feeling trapped to free, from feeling drained to alive, from feeling isolated to feeling connected and deeply loved, from bored or overwhelmed or anxious to peace of mind. This is what it means when I talk about defining and creating success on your own terms. This is what it means when I talk about playing your own game. I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, I talk about these ideas much more in This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Uh, There's a ton of free resources available at thenewmanpodcast.com. If you'd like to learn more about coaching with me, you can visit triplanear.com. Here's to greater freedom, aliveness, love, and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to take full advantage of all that The New Man has to offer, be sure to visit thenewmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game, align your profession with what really matters, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at thenewmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.